This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. What comes along with Valentine's Day usually is the NBA All-Star Weekend. We've got it this weekend. Uh, Headlining, of course, is the All-Star Game. We've got the West versus the East, which is the format this year. The West is favored, minus 150, and we've got a total of 364.5. If you're interested in betting on the spread, uh, we've got the Western All-Stars laying two and a half. Jenks, where do you begin with this? Because we try to find logic and reason in everything mm-hmm. and a strategy, but trying to find a strategy in the All-Star game, like picking a side, generally when I see no mm-hmm. no strategy or nothing, I would just take the points and say, well, it's a coin flip. Give me like yeah. the two and a half points with the East. Have you found a strategy here? Absolutely not. Not at all. It's it, it's just a coin flip. That's all it is. So I think if you're betting this game, if you want to try and handicap the NBA All-Star game, by all means, good luck. I think you either here, I would, I would not, I would not lay a buck fifty with the West for a game that might as well be, like I said, this this should be even money either side as far as I'm concerned. So why not take the East at plus money, plus 125? Or if you want to if you want to lay it with the West, lay the two and a half, it's less than three and it's minus 110. But I would not, the thing I would not do is go minus 150 with the West because it's, there's truly few ways. I mean, you can try to handicap it. I suppose you can give it a shot, but there's so many variables. And then you have to work in the idea that, they care about winning this game, but it's not that big of a deal. You have no idea how the rotations might go, when they'll play defense, probably with two minutes to play, whatever it is. I would just go for the best value possible. Yeah, it feels like a, a coin flip to me. So I'm definitely not laying minus 150 in an all-star game. If you're interested, who is the starters for each side? Uh, Western Conference, your favorites. Here we go. We got LeBron, Nikola Jokic, Kevin Durant, Luka Doncic, and SGA. For the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, for the Eastern Conference, we've got Giannis, Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, who is going to be out. So it's going to be somebody filling in for him. Tyrese Halliburton and Damian Lillard. So just based on those starters, do you think there are any advantages? Because here's the thing. Like, I don't see this being played like a normal game. Like, mm-hmm. if there was strategy involved, say, well, they have the advantage down low. Like, I don't see people playing, like, defense in this game. Or, like, running plays. Doesn't it feel like it's just going to be like, well, we're going to run down the court. It's going to be like pick up basketball. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's exactly how it's going to be. No question. It's just going to be, I, I have to say, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of the all-star game because it has gotten, it's gotten so away from being competitive. These these guys all like each other. That's the thing. And so they'll play and then come three or four minutes to go. Then they start playing defense and we'll get some shots. It can be slop. You'll get some. The best way for me to watch the NBA All-Star game is to just watch the highlights because you'll see some incredible dunks, some alley-oops, some great assists. But a lot of times in between those moments, you see a lot of sloppy play, right? And you don't see any defense. And I do... I do want to see a game. And I understand it's also a show, right? So you have that delicate balance between... This is a show. People want to see highlight reel dunks. They want to see amazing plays. And and I get all of that. At the same time, I want to see guys compete. I don't want to see guys kind of half-assing and up the court 
and then throwing it around and then, all right, that ball's out of play. And then uh, I got kicked off someone's leg. I do want to see a competitive game and these totals keep going up because yeah, they're competitive, but it's just one basket after another with zero defense. And I'm someone who likes to see defense as part of the game. I want to see the best players go at it. You know, like imagine an all-star game where these guys, even though they want to put on a show, imagine a contest where they really tried to win. I'm talking like, substitutions it's not just hey everybody gets an equal amount of minutes or we're trying to make this as balanced as we can guys really tried to win this game I think it would be fascinating and it sort of used to be like that but not anymore well I will say at least it's easier to keep up with because I know over the past couple years they've experimented for with some different formats with like the Kobe Mm -hmm. like quarter and stuff this will be traditional so it'll be easier to keep up with I kind of laughed when I saw the total, but we've seen it come down. It was 364 and a half yesterday. Mm-hmm. Money has come in on the under at 363 and a half, which is a comical total. Uh, but again, like you won't catch me betting on an under in an all-star game, even though I think last year it went under this number, but still uh, not something I want to bet on. So how about some of these contests? We've got the three-point contest. We've got the dunk contest. We've got Steph Curry. Uh, versus Sabrina Ionescu uh, with the three-point challenge. Jenks, do any of these interest you from a betting perspective? I do like Sabrina Ionescu to go over a 20 and a hook. She's shooting a touch better than Steph Curry from three-point land this season. I believe she's sitting at a 44% clip, something like that, and she can flat-out play. I... I, I love the number at 20 and a hook. The only question is, is she going to be able to handle the spotlight? And the answer is yes, because she's been a star for a long time when she was at Oregon and now playing for who the Liberty. So yeah, I actually like Sabrina here to go over 20 and a hook and I would lay the buck 30. Ooh, I'm looking for these bets right now. Cause all I'm saying is, Oh, are these, oh, okay. It's on the rundown. I was mistaken here. But here's the thing about Sabrina Ionescu that makes me like her even more in these big moments. She had a big big time friendship, friendship with Kobe Bryant. You don't get mentored by one of the best to ever mm-hmm. do it without learning a little something about pressure. So I'm not, you know, shying away from her in the big moment. And here's the thing about three-point shooting. Like this is the it almost feels like the equalizer when it comes to comes to women's and men's Mm -hmm. basketball because you know it's the same deal it's not you're not dealing with defenders and I don't know how much women's basketball you've watched but doesn't it feel like some of these shooters in women's basketball man they are just deadly like they are so Mm -hmm. precise and a lot of it is just practice but like there is not a huge advantage I think for men in this regard it would almost be similar to if we were talking about golf and it was like a par three contest and, you know, you'd have, you know, whoever was the most precise in women's golf going against whoever is the most precise in men's golf. And it would be almost similar. No, that's exactly right. Because they are playing with the, you know, the different three point lines and the different basketballs to make it as equal as possible. And so I think, I think ultimately you don't have to worry about any of that. Like how is she going to adjust? She won't have to. This is going to be the same thing she does each and every night. And I think there will maybe be a tendency based on name recognition. Obviously Steph is the bigger name, but if you follow basketball at all, I mean, Sabrina can flat out shoot. She's as good as it gets. And, you know, game knows game. 
and our game recognizes game. So when Steph Curry, you've seen that, you've seen that little video that kind of went viral where he's talking to a teammate and he was talking about Sabrina and the respect that he has for her game, I think tells you all you need to know about how good she is at what she does. Yeah, but if we're talking about respect, do you think it's disrespectful to bet against Steph Curry in a three-point shooting contest? <laughs> well, I to me this is it's not to me this is about the number, right? So he has to hit a bit of a higher number, and I understand why. If this were the same number, then maybe I would feel differently. But based on their shooting percentages, based on how they both are in the clutch, and that Sabrina has a lower number to hit, to me that just feels like a safer bet. But then again. It's NBA All-Star Weekend. Do you know what I mean? Right. And this is a three-point shooting contest. Like, all of its right. execution. Although, I kind of want Steph to lose. So, Aisha Curry can tweet out, This is rigged. I don't know who set this up, but it's rigged. Remember that tweet she sent out? I'm waiting for another yeah, one of those. Yeah. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.